welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Hi. Samson Davis. All hail the bar. Marietta Jones. Oh, hello. And Stace Babcock. Pop quiz. Samson, what happened last time? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bugs happened. And you got us lost. That's what happened last time. No. I I think in that that (laughs) shaft, we found ourselves. When we got shafted, we found ourselves. Are you referring Mm -hmm. to the proverbial we or? More like the royal we. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Those tunnels where the ship was literally trying to turn you all to ash because you were obstructing the airflow. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's really all the episode before that. Dang. Which might be the most important thing that happened there is Cha-Cha going up and kicking Nick's in the shin. Yeah. And y'all didn't, you know, say no to that, so... Jaja has now learned it's okay to kick people in the shin when there's been a disagreement. I hope you're happy what this child is learning. Next is going to have a long talk with Jaja about affirmative consent. <laughs> After she kicked <laughs> Dilly. <laughs> Dilly's had a rough enough time. <laughs> he doesn't need to be kicked. So, before we get started today, we have an important item of business. And that is, we have a new patron. Right. Yes. Yay! Sorry, that was genuine excitement. I'm very excited. I'm so hard. So hard? What? Hype. Our newest patron is Andrea. Andrea has joined us. She's been in our Discord for a little bit now. She is Andrea J D A V on Twitter. And she has also produced some awesome fan art for us yeah. of Nick's carrying Cha Cha around with Cha Cha barefoot with her fist in the air excitedly. Saying, fuck yeah. It was really cool to see. It makes us feel like the most special. Mm-hmm. And it was fun seeing an image of Nyx with the green hair. Yeah. Thank you so much, Andrea, for the fan art, for hanging out, and also for your support. It means the world to us. Thank you. But yeah, uh, pop quiz, Samson. What happened last time on Explorers Wanted? Uh, so last time the ship finally got to Charmand, but in, is now in like a holding pattern above the city. Although it got noticed, so we kind of had to do something about that. Last episode started with us finding the uh, hull, the breach in the ship that we were looking for, and we found that it was like covered mm-hmm. in like hurric juice. Mm-hmm. So we decided to split the party. Chacha and Dilly go to Cargo Bay. Nix and Natalia go to the bridge. In the Cargo Bay, we found that the hurricks had laid a bunch of eggs in the cart, something Nix had apparently missed quite a few episodes ago. Way to go, Nix. I just wonder if it's a, like a salmon-type situation. Or were you just missing Herc's doing the nasty? What do you mean salmon-type? Like, they laid the eggs and then there was like a, like a mist? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was nodding. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Maybe, I don't know. Wind was blowing the wrong way, that's why you didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got it in your eye. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so when Nix and Natalia get to the bridge while Billy and Chacha are doing their thing, they find that the city is mobilizing down below because some ship just showed up in the middle of their airspace, so that's a thing. Natalia figures out that there is a teleportation system, but it is offline and needs a few parts. Dilly and Chacha, meanwhile, are heading back to the bridge 
when they get attacked by real Hurrix and also robot Hurrix, because they were in the copying room, basically. As it is Dilly, Dilly runs, and Nyx enters the fight. And then we win, and then we find out that there are 35 Hurrix left on the ship. And that, that, was, that was it. That was a stinger. Yeah, so you guys have just heard that announcement from Stannis that says, you know, I think I figured out how to find the Hurrix. Four of them just died, but it looks like there are about 35 more of them all throughout the ship. Great. Uh, that seems great. Chacha would like to kick Dilly in the shin. Ow! What? You can't just leave me in a fight. That's not how we do things. Remember we yelled at Adelia for doing that? You can't just leave. Why did you leave with me? They're going to chase us in corners. You don't go into a willing bile neck. That's how you die in the wilderness when you're pooping in the forest. Uh, not that Dilly would know anything about that, because he refuses to poop outside the city. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly constipated. That's why Dilly's so grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he waddles. It all makes sense now. He's actually a very fast runner. He's just he's clenching. <laughs> yeah. But we were so close to Nyx, like, and Nyx saved us, so it's fine. So we can let Nyx handle it. Nyx mm. did handle it. You don't use Stannis bait until you have to use Stannis bait. Stannis bait? We're saving Stannis for ultimate bait when we need it. Well, okay, guys, I think I got it figured out. Stannis says so she walks into the room. <laughs> And says, uh, I think, I mean, there are a bunch of these things. Also, there's something weird still complaining about that breach you guys went to go look at. It's still blinking back there. I don't know if you were trying to do something to it or if you just kind of looked at it and turned around and came back. We just looked at it because Nyx <laughs> makes the Herc's having sex. Oh, so that's what happened. Okay. God, how do you miss that? I mean... They're pretty big, so you'd think that she would look at them and be like, oh, damn, they're having sex on the cart. Yeah, I mean, everything I've heard is that they're pretty loud when they're mating. Just with y'all and just, like, throwing shade. Correct, need loving, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this is off topic, but where are the 35 Hurricks that you mentioned? Are they in one central location or just around? No, they seem to just be wandering the ship in groups. Packs, you might say. I think we need to kill them before they have sex again. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we should probably just concentrate on getting off of this ship because, you know, I'm really starting to consider that parachute thing that Chasha has. The only reason I'm not is it might, if we can teleport, it'll be faster than me trying to like fly down there and land in the outside the city and get in. Did you guys find a way to teleport us out? I found a teleportation mechanism that's on the ship, but it needs to be repaired. Do I know how long it will take to be? How If I could repair it or what it would take to do that? That's the kind of thing you'd probably need to consult with a right for. If only we knew a right. Man, you know, a right might be really helpful for repairing. You want me to look at it? I can just look at it. Yeah, I can maybe look at it with you. Sometimes I'm really good at making things work. Me too. So what you did know, Marietta, what you were able to figure out from the stuff, just as a reminder from last episode, is that essentially what it needs is this device that sort of operates as a capacitor that also, it basically keeps the the power coming from the heart of the ship, to like which it needs in order to teleport. But this thing essentially provides some sort of buffer to the systems so that it doesn't 
destroy the teleportation circuits when that power comes through. So essentially, you're trying to, you know that what Dilly needs to somehow help you do, whether it's finding something on the ship that could do it or trying to build something from scratch around it, is some sort of intermediary battery to help provide buffer to the systems. I summarize that really efficiently to Dilly. Okay. And Jesky just goes, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, point, Jesky. Can you do it right, Dilly? Um, all right. Can you or Nix, or maybe even Chacha, uh, crack open some of these copy androids we have running around? They might have a battery that we could use. Chacha starts busting up the mm-hmm. hurt copies. Okay. Chacha, roll me 1d6. Six. Okay. You don't find anything that's an obvious battery, but you do find what could be six ciphers. Woo! Oh, damn! Oh, Daniel, you do care. <laughs> Tana's like, finally, they're looking for things for Tilly to use to build. Oh my gosh, I must reward them. <laughs> okay, so the first cipher ooh, is a temporal mine. Once set, any pressure activates it. It paralyzes the activator by freezing them in time for a number of hours equal to the cipher level. So roll 1d6 plus 2. Plus 2. Man. A two-hour minimum. Six? I guess it's a three-hour minimum. So this will freeze whoever activates it in time for eight hours while they're in that stasis that are immune to damage and do not age. Like, part of me wants to give it to Dilly, but the other half of me remembers Caustic Storm. (laughs) You weren't there for that. Alex the player. Remember. Uh, Chasha remembers the aftermath. Yeah. It's hard to forget because mm. it's so visible. It's a constant reminder. Natalia spontaneously twitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeski kind of paws at her own snout. Oh, Jeski. So the next cipher is something, it is like a small like container of fluid that can be extruded. It is what is called no paint, as in N-O. Applying this paint to a non-living object smaller than a person makes it transparent to light, rendering it invisible for one hour, after which the paint flakes and falls away. Cool. And in all seriousness, there will be a I want this moment where people, if you think of one that you really want, just say, yes, me. I can carry two. (laughs) Same. This one sounds like a Dilly special. It's called Flesh Eater. It bursts in an immediate radius, eating away any organic matter that it comes into contact with. Living creatures take damage equal to the cipher's level. So roll 1d6, Samson. <laughs> four. So it does four damage. Could be worse. Wow. <laughs> okay, this is, this is awesome. Portable Biolab. Inside this device is a complex, self-sustaining ecosystem that creates a useful compound plant or creature. When it's activated... This device releases a red speckled mushroom that, when licked, causes the user's mind to open, decreasing the difficulty of all skills related to perception, telepathy, and telekinetics by one step for 28 hours. I kind of want to take that one for cha-cha. Seems like real cha-cha thing. All the drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you potentially drop this list into Discord later? Yeah. 
Maybe. Or take pictures, maybe. Pictures are for the week. Sometimes it's just really hard to write down all the wording, you know? Mm. Tether fires a metal spike at a target within range that inflicts two points of damage. Then, as part of the same action, the spike shoots a second metal spike at a different target within immediate range of it that inflicts the same damage. The spikes are connected by a tether. Until either target uses an action to remove the spike, neither target can move away from the other. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) My brain just went, wow, that's an extreme child leash. (laughs) Ooh. Last but not least, a mist animator. It allows the user to control the movement and shape of a gaseous substance. The amount of gas cannot be increased or decreased, but it can be moved a short distance in a single round. Be reshaped so that the mist envelops selected targets. Or be dispersed harmlessly. The animator functions for one minute. Kind of like that for Atalia. All the sneak snake. Mm-hmm. Well, I should probably also get the uh, no fluid. Mm, true. Because the thief should definitely have invisible paint. True. Oh, what is no fluid? But it's only for inanimate objects. So she yeah. could like paint her clothes or something. She could have an invisible knife. Ooh, or Dilly could have it for hiding in it. Just be like, just paint a bucket. <laughs> I was just thinking if your clothes are invisible, yourself still organic matter. So I don't know if that would actually work. It would make the clothes invisible and then Italian would yeah. just be wandering around naked, essentially. Oh. <laughs> Perceptibly, but not actually. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I do kind of want to paint it on skin now, though, to see if you see through or if you see inside. It doesn't work on living matter. Oh, okay. Never mind. But it's like, just for things. Dilly could paint it on a blanket and hide underneath a tarp. It's see-through, though. Well, then the blanket would be see-through. It only and makes then... the blanket transparent to light. Oh. You could paint a weapon, though. What it would be good for is, say, if you wanted to paint, say, your temporal mind to make it invisible so that nobody can see it when you've set it. Modern problem. Modern ideals. <laughs> hmm. Was the flesh eater, eater four points of damage total or per round? Uh, it only It's just one blast. That happens, so it's just four points total for each creature within the immediate blast. Oh. I would take that one or the temporal mine as my second. Okay. Anybody else have extreme preferences? I know I want to take the portable lab. The drugs. Yeah. All drugs belong to Jaja. This is actually Breaking Bad Jaja edition, so... (laughs) (laughs) How long is this taking? Just curious. To bust these open, I would say this probably took about 10 minutes to bust these things open. Sweet. Nyx is just leaning against the wall. She's like, I'll help you in a second, chat, chat. Gotta catch my breath. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'll take whatever, but I can carry two. Dana says, "Um, that's all cool and everything, but like I said, there is, you know, Nyx has got us in a good wide circle, you know, beyond the city, but there's Herx moving around, and it's still complaining about that containment breach in the aft. We didn't really fix that, did we? Guys, I know a shortcut. <laughs> no, you don't, Nix. So, speaking of which, I did say that from Nix's perspective, it would take longer to walk back through the corridors. I will say that when you guys actually walked back through the corridors, it was about 15 minutes faster to just take the corridors. Excellent. Great. Love it. Ooh, that was a good roll. I use my excellent memory to tell her the minutes and seconds. So which ciphers are up for grabs still? Because I have none. The mist, no paint, tether? 
Is tether? No, I took the tether and the temporal mine. Although I would negotiate. So we have no pains, the mist, and the first one, Daniel said. Flesh eater? Flesh eater. Is that a thing? So that's three. Wait. Oh, and then Nyx took the temporal mine and the tether, and I took the lab. So that's those three. Mm-hmm. I can hold yep. one more. Got it. Natalia, which ones are you thinking? I have lie eater right now. If you would like lie eater, or I would take. I'm not really interested in in flesh eater. I prefer to cause my own damage. Um, <laughs> I'm just so amused at lie eater. Like it's like the perfect cipher for Italia's storyline for figuring stuff out, and she's just always disparaging of it and never uses it and complains about it every time she talks about her ciphers. <laughs> but don't give it away because I really have my fingers crossed for like a squid-hatted Italia busted in. It's just like to not Mama J's. subtle at all, and I think yeah. that's what really pisses Italia off about you it. She's stealth. like, "This is the antithesis." Just throw up a hood; you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, throw up a hood. We we know about that now. You won't say that you're Medusa if you fucking throw up a hood. We understand the importance of hood wearing. Great guys, thanks. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of a lie eater is so that, you know, you could like demonstrate to somebody like, yeah, I know you're lying. Do you see how it's moving while you're talking to me right now? Wouldn't it have been great if I'd used it on someone like, oh, I don't know, Tamara? Mm-hmm. Did she ever lie to us? You really can't regret the past, I found. You know, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't, actually. I'm like, no, Italia definitely wouldn't have, though. So that's just what happened. Tamara was just yeah. thought she was better than she was. Okay, so I'll take the flesh eater, I guess, then. And then Chad just filled up, unless Dilly wants the flesh eater. I want the flesh eater, because I need something that deals damage. Okay. Yeah. Atalia, watch out. So, does that give you just one cipher? Yes. Do you want no paint? Or do you want the mist? Or do you want us to hold it, because we can hold more, and then we can do this later? Why don't you take no paint? I'll take no paint. You guys are also in a ship that is essentially effectively like a flying Numenera ruins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we should try salvaging because we're all very proficient. Yeah, maybe we should salvage stuff. <laughs> okay, I'll take mist animator for right now, and that just creates a mist cloud. Well, it allows you to control any sort of gaseous substance. So, if we rock into a poison cloud, that'll be useful. Oh. Right, exactly. Or like if one of you has a really bad fart and you just want to send it to your opponent's face, <laughs> that kind of thing. Would it have worked on the caustic storm? No, those are missiles. Yeah, they were kind of roiling fluid. Mm. It was also 10 episodes ago, so maybe just let it go. Huh? Ooh, could I just create a vacuum? Just like remove the air around people and suffocate them? You Ooh. could. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of new ways to kill people. Awesome. <laughs> Just like season three of Legend of Korra. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel instantly regrets this. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. This seems exactly Daniel flavored, actually. <laughs> Daniel is an enabler. It's great. He's like, oh man, they're walking to their doom. Let me just help them right along. Yeah. <laughs> let me give him a couple ciphers to help him run so stan says so what do we want to do i mean the ship is 
flowing in circles. It it's complaining about it doesn't seem like it's gonna blow up, but those perks are moving around and we need the teleportation online and I gotta be honest, guys, I'm a little nervous about flying back to Shalmus with a bunch of Herks and me being alone in here. We could dump the Herks on Shalmus and it'd be like biological warfare. Why would we do that? I don't want to harm Shalmus. I just want to get back there so I can turn in the crystals. I don't particularly want to go to Charmond if I don't have to for reasons. And she kind of darts a glance at Italia. Is there a way to like change... The environment in the rooms that the Herks are in, like outside of the, are we on the bridge? Question mark. Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far and trying to figure it out. Okay. Can I? Is there a? Are we on the bridge right now? You are currently in the room with the Atoma twins, where you guys killed off the Herks, but you guys could go back to the bridge from here. Okay. And where is the teleportation device in relation to where we are right now? It's a different series of corridors, but so it's it's probably like two or three chambers away down a different corridor. Okay, and how far is it back to the bridge from here? Or are we close to it? It's up the stairs and down a, a very short corridor. Okay, I'm going to go run back and check that then. Okay. Because that would be an easy way to kill them all at once conveniently. Okay, so you come back into the bridge. I assume you're going to be looking for something related to environmental controls or something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. So you go over there and you're trying to sort of decipher this. So, so the other thing to keep in mind here is that you're, you're basically trying to work out something that is an interface that was created in a language that you do not know. Right. was probably used by creatures that were very different than you. So a lot of what you guys have figured out so far is just because because you're explorers, because you have knowledge of the Numenera, you're literally kind of like, this button looks pretty. I bet this combo looks okay. <laughs> okay. But you go over there and give me an understanding Numenera role. This is kind of complicated what you're aiming to do. So give me an understanding Numenera role of 15. Okay. And you're trained. So that's a 12. I have a book about Numenera. You could spend 30 minutes and use your book about Numenera. No. No, I'll spend two levels of effort. Oh, wait. I'll spend one level of effort. <laughs> so that brings it down to a nine. Cool. Here we go. That's an 11. Okay. You think there is a way to affect those, to like essentially shift parts of the atmosphere to potentially make it toxic to the Herx. It's a little tricky because you don't know a lot about the biology of the Herx per se. Could I just flood it with one, like, how do the systems work? Like, could I just use one chemical that composes air? Like, just flood it with argon or something? Yeah, you think that would work. Okay. That you could do that. One of the other things you notice is that over the that sort of blinking alarm around the aft containment while it was blinking before you do see that there's another series of characters that are blinking there that you don't really understand but the characters there for whatever words complaining about the the glyph structure of those characters looks very similar to the characters 
it's not the same words or even close to the same words, but the characters look like they come from the same language as the note that was in Maywin's journal that referenced the Guardians of Night's Hope. Fucking A. I'll uh, look for the... Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. It's the little box you use to communicate. The intercom? Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, use the intercom and say, Hey guys, there's some more flashing here, and it looks like the same stuff from the note that we took to Mama Jaren from Maywin. If any of y'all can decipher that better than I. Cha-Cha does that little, <laughs> you know, Hamtaro speed rotten waddle to the bridge. <laughs> okay. So Cha-Cha, you reach the bridge. I assume Italia points it out to you. Yes, I will point. Cha-Cha, you see something that... This part of the language has always been a little fuzzy to you. It's not clear to you whether or not it says... It it is definitely alert of some sort. But then the word after, you're not sure if it says cargo or prisoner. So we're either transporting something that's good or we're transporting people. Could be both. Then there's another message that blinks underneath the that either cargo or prison, and you look at it closely, and it's very strange, but it says something like siphon failure. Were we siphoning something? Because it failed. You weren't stealing gas, were you? Maybe. Was there something being stolen from the heart when we were there? Not that you're aware of. Okay. I didn't find anything strange in that regard when I was checking it out. Mm-mm. You know, when we thought we were going to die, maybe. It's a good time. Right? Can I see if I can help her figure it out or if there's some way to turn it back on or that sort of thing? Or fix whatever it was siphoning? So give me an understanding numenera roll of nine. With Cha-Cha's revelation, it'll be a six. And you're trained, okay. so it's a three. That's a six. <laughs> The ship was siphoning something that was in that containment. Oh, no. And it's complaining because it can't siphon it anymore. So you think that was like a fuel thing? I think Chacha's going to Hamtaro waddle run towards the containment. Okay. So you're just heading to the aft of the ship on your own? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did change the atmosphere. You might not be able to breathe very well. I was trying to kill the herd. Did, did you just remember? change the atmosphere without warning anybody to get to the bridge? They just came to me. Hey, Nix, is it getting hard to breathe in here? Yeah. That's weird. I'm never short of breath, Dilly. Is that what this is like? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to take a quick nap real quick. I'm just gonna... No, come on. Let's go. Let's, yeah, let's... Where we go? No, it's right here. <laughs> Stannis grabs Dilly's arm and like puts it over her shoulder and starts. She's like breathing very shallowly and leading, <laughs> leading Dilly to the bridge. Oh yeah, sorry guys, changed the environment. Might have a hard time breathing, but it'll kill the Herx hopefully. <laughs> Might be. I hear the voice of God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just wanted to see how long you guys could hold your breath. I'm so impressed. We need to get to the the ass of the ship because there's something really wrong and we need to fix it. You need to reverse it. 
Are we back on the bridge? Yeah, the rest of you are back on the bridge now. You can catch your breath. Well, Atalia is not trying to murder us. <laughs> <laughs> can you put me down, please? Thank you. It's like, God, I hated that, Dilly. How do you do it? Oh, just natural talents since day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just like rubbing this crystal up against his neck and his <laughs> armpits and things like that. <laughs> How long do you think it takes Herx to strangle to death? I don't know. He would probably fall asleep first. I didn't know they existed until like a day ago. Okay, well, I guess I can reverse it. Or could I reverse it just on the route to the containment room? (laughs) Or are there like breathing helmets on the bridge in case there's an emergency situation? Oh yeah, Nick, Stilly, we might have a prisoner or we might have cargo. I'm not sure which it is. Whatever it was, the ship was siphoning something from it for use, and now it's not doing that anymore, so now it's pissed. It's also pissed about the hole. Cool. I feel like we need to fix this teleportation device. So to be clear, it's pissed about the hole because the hole is where the cargo slash prisoner was being held for siphoning. Oh, so we we just need to go back to the cargo and, like, do what we were supposed to do there. (laughs) Cool. If it's there. You didn't see anything. Oh, great. Right. So wandering bands of bugs and also a boss monster, and we need to find an item to get us down. That's cool. Yeah. All right. We just need to fix the teleportation thing. We could just get off the ship and not deal with any of it. We need the yeah. battery, and Chacho wasn't able to find a uh, battery in the robots. Look, Standis, I won't let my mom kill you. I won't let your mom kill me. Plus... You know, a, a water monster told me that she's waiting for me in Shalmas, so that's not Charmond. I didn't say when. Oh, well, I don't know. It's just what the water guy told me. You mean the crab monster that tried to kill you? Yeah, a water monster that tried to kill me. <laughs> Very truthful, I'm sure. I was just wondering if the air is breathable now. Italian. It's not. I wanted to ask if I could make it so just the path to the cargo hold could have correct air but the ones outside could still be murdering the hurricks i would say you figured out how to isolate a single chamber you haven't quite figured out how that's that's a very complicated series of maneuvers that would probably require multiple checks you think you would probably have to do it while a team was on their way back there trying to do it for them at each stage okay so i'll propose that option and then the other question would be does there happen to be like the little drop down air things like in the airplane, you know, for when the oxygen just doesn't work very well and need breathe. Mm. You know, when they turn <laughs> off the air in airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marietta. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Captain has turned off the air again. So give me a searching roll of... Nine. Good news. I'm trained in searching. Yay. I guess Chacha would help because she's trying to complete that part of the mission. Okay, well, I deserve that. That was a one. Oh, my. You trying to kill. Reroll that shit. Italia, you find one of these devices on the bridge. It looks like there were compartments for more of them, but they seem to be missing. But there's one of these breathing devices. Okay, look, I can stay here and wear this and change it so as you go through the rooms, it'll have air for you, but that way the Herx will still be dying. 
Why do you get the helmet? Wait, wait what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, why do you get the breathing helmet and we have to run holding our breath? You don't have to hold your breath. I'll turn the air. I will turn the air off in here and turn it on room for room as you go. Why are you turning off the air there? Because I can only turn on one room at a time. Yeah, is that what you said? At least that's what I thought. Yes, yeah, so that's the, the only way she can isolate this this argon thing she's doing. Yeah, oh. otherwise I have to turn all of it back regular, which means all of the hercs will suddenly be like, oh, yay, breathing. I mean, are they unconscious yet? Like, you can't. Like, I don't know how long it takes to strangle them. I asked you guys that, and none of you were like, ooh, yes, two minutes, death, that's it. I've never strangled one. Can the ship tell? Stannis goes over to one of the controls and taps a couple um, buttons on it and uh, brings up a display. Just like, okay, so yeah, there's the... They are definitely still moving around the ship. They are moving slower, if that helps. But it doesn't look like they've stopped moving yet. Stannis, are you only able to see the Hurricks? I was able to isolate Hurricks from you guys. I don't know. I think I'd have to know what I was looking for to isolate something else. So you couldn't just search for life forms? Oh, yeah. I mean, I could do that. Did you do that? Because apparently there's a third party. You don't know if it's a party. It might be like a rock or something. Okay. um, Give me a second. And she taps a few controls, and then things shift. And then once again, because she had sort of an isolated view before, so before you saw these like 35 lights, roughly, throughout the ship. Now you see 35 lights throughout the ship, six lights on the bridge, and one light in the room with the teleportation device. Of course. Of course it's there. That's where it is. Wait, there's six on the bridge? You guys plus Jeski. Oh, Jesky, okay. <laughs> right, Jesky. She's like, oh no, there's a treasure in the room. It's like, who's this six? Your dog. <laughs> the call's coming from inside the room. <laughs> it wants bacon strips. <laughs> it wants the human food. We're our own worst enemy. Well, maybe, maybe that guy doesn't like to breathe just argon either. Huh. That's odd, Stannis says. <laughs> hmm. I can't tell what they're doing, but they're doing, they're interacting with one of the consoles in that room. I'm not sure what they're doing. Maybe they're fixing it. Probably go check that. Natalia, can I borrow that breather? Yeah. I'm going to go take a look. Okay. I don't know how this works, though. Do you know how this works? Here, I'll hand it to her. No, Natalia, you're pretty sure you know how it works. <laughs> you know, you put it on. There's actually like a, like a button to trigger it trigger it to go on. And, and then it should function. It just should start, you know, shifting air. And just like... Call me if you need something. But we haven't figured out the other way. Communication. We haven't. No. That's fine. I'm sure. We can just figure it out on the fly. It'll be no big deal, I'm sure. It'll be really easy. Okay. So, Nix, this this mask seems to work. It smells kind of funny, but it seems to be working as far as you can tell. You can breathe in. Please don't die. No promises, Italia. I always have to tell you that. Nix, knock on the door if it doesn't work, please. And then we'll open it and get you. All right, guys, we're talking a lot. Goodbye. Good luck. Wait, do you know the way? Dilly, yes. <laughs> There's more than one way. There's more than one journey, Dilly. Do you know the fastest way? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nix, you're heading out down the corridor and towards the teleportation room? 
Yes. Okay. So there are a couple chambers in between where you are and there. So you start moving. It definitely feels better than it did when you were breathing this argon that essentially Natalia was pumping through the whole system. <laughs> so you reach the first chamber in between there, and you see a small table that's got a lot of small, like by small I mean like the size of like a D6 synth cubes just sitting on it in particular placement. They're not locked in or anything like that. They seem almost like they're on display. Nix is going to forgo any individual exploration of Numenera. Okay. Okay. So there's really only one door out of here. So you go to the next one and you see a weird room that does not make sense to you. It's almost like religious in nature. It's an eggshell colored room with crystal columns that seem to be embedded with what appear to be skinless dead humanoid creatures roughly about 10 feet tall and it's organized almost like an altar there's like very strange glyphs on the ground like everything about this screams like a religious area to you Nix briefly considers that she may have made a mistake <laughs> how many how many doors that you know that there is one more door to get where you need to go yeah Nix is gonna just uh hedge around the creepy bodies and go to that door. Okay, sounds good. Nyx, please make a might defense roll of 21 for me. Ooh! <sighs> might defense, you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, she's... Uh, well, I'll spend one level of effort, I suppose, since it only costs one point to make it possible. It's an 18. This is gonna be fine. Oop, I don't need to roll a d6. What am I doing? 16. Damn. You have the beginnings of a headache. Please move one step down the damage track. (laughs) Sure. Shit. Anything for you, Daniel. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So you see this door, and in there you see a very complex piece of Numenera in there. There is clearly, like, some wires torn loose, And there is a figure, they have three legs, they kind of walk like a tripod, tripedal, if you will. Dark purple skin, they are utterly naked, vaguely humanoid, except for like the the leg situation. And their mouth is, their face is sort of like an elongated snout. If you remember from Beetlejuice, what Mr. Maitland's like scary face was, where he stretched out his face and had the uh, elongated mouth with the teeth. That's what this uh, figure looks like, except with a deep purple skin. And it is... You don't understand what language it's speaking, but you recognize cursing. You know, whenever you hear it, that seems to be relatively universal, as it seems to be trying to get this system to work and unable to do so. And at this point, I would like you to make a stealth check. Your target is a 15. I'm trying to decide if Nyx would even try to be sneaky. I suppose, for the first peek. What was my target? It's a 15. And remember that since you are impaired, effort will cost you an additional point. Seems like an unnecessary rule. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Making things hard. Well, made them hard for myself, I'll be honest. One level of effort, I suppose. Cost one additional point. I spent an XP to re-roll. 
Okay. How does that work in game? How does this reroll work? Ooh. I'm going to say that Nyx, like, took, like, two steps in too far and kind of skidded to a halt, but the creature was, like, bent down looking at some part of the device. Mm -hmm. So it was imposed between them, so she was able to back back out. Okay. Maybe. Fifteen, is that good enough? Yeah, it's enough. So this creature has not spotted you yet. Oh, that's all it means? You said it's using language, right? Yeah. But it's clearly breathing the argon as well. Yeah. Somehow. But, like, how long does it take to for you to get argon poisoning? Well, I think the bigger problem would be suffocation, or the more immediate problem, right? I guess Dilly and Nyx will find out how long it takes to get argon poisoning. Yeah. Yeah, Nyx is just going to be like, yo, what's up? The figure, like, <laughs> freezes for a moment, and then slowly rises to full height. It's about ten feet tall. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it turns and looks at you. You can barely see its eyes that are receded so far back into the skull. They're just like little reflections of light in black pools. And it turns and it looks at you. And you can't really tell what its expression is at first. It looks like it might be looking you up and down, trying to identify you. And then it narrows its eyes, if that's what you could call it. And then it looks like it's about ready to run at you. Next. Oh, no. But that's when I need you to make another might defense roll of 21. Oh, shit. <sighs> <laughs> Are you guys paying attention? <laughs> sure, it's fine. Uh, I mean, your life sign's still on there. <laughs> that's good. I don't think it gave us full stats. I'm going to save my confidence. You but... haven't turned yellow, your icon. <laughs> it's still green, you know? <sighs> I should have planted the damn temporal mine. I'm an idiot. Anyway, <sighs> it's a 21. Two, two levels of effort. No, because that's more expensive than I think it is. Yeah, it is, because it's one point extra for each level of effort you're going to spend. One level of effort to make it possible. Mm, Twelve. Okay. Nyx, please move another step down the damage track. Okay. What does debilitated mean? You can only move an immediate distance. Oh, shit. If you, your speed pool isn't down to zero, so you still can move. That's good. You're good. not unconscious yet, but you are one step down the damage track away from death. I didn't think this was going to happen tonight. <laughs> Is there any way that I can tell that anything has gone awry? <laughs> well, let's let's cut back to the bridge, actually. Nick sends you a letter. Nick, your your vision is getting hazy. Ugh. Do you think she's okay? The camera like switches just to Nick's POV with sort of this hazy image as this creature begins walking towards her. And we cut back to the bridge, and you guys can clearly see that Nick has reached the room where this other life sign is. Do you think she's okay? I think so. She hasn't moved in a second now that she's in the room. Oh, the thing's coming towards her. It is definitely moving towards her. And she does not uh -oh. appear to be running away. Uh, why isn't she running away? Maybe she's getting ready to, like, kick it? It could be a friend. I don't know if it's her friend. I'll, like, shout her for the intercon. Next, are you okay? <laughs> you guys have established oh, there is not... <laughs> A way for right, somebody to respond yet. Right, she can't respond. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Quick question, dude. She's not, why isn't she moving? 
can we see them like what they look like or just like that there are two dots in the they're room? just like dots that dot is like on top of her and she's not moving maybe they're just hugging it- i don't know should i turn the air back on how far away is this now there appears to be only one dot there uh oh yeah maybe try well turn the air back on we have to go back up we have to go back down there okay i'll turn the air on and i'll just start running for nix at this point so it's not going to be instantaneous so you are going to have to hold your breath a little bit as you're running through the air it's fine i'm sure okay so talia you are running towards nix since you're running through the argon and just trying to hold your breath at the same time give me like a might based roll of 12 for now it will get harder as you go. Okay, I'll save the uh, effort then. That's a 16. Okay, so you make your way to that first room with the sort of synth cubes in it. No problem. I assume you keep running? Yes. Okay. Give me a 15. Light defense roll. 15, exactly. Okay. You hit reach that weird religious room with the crystal columns with the embedded skinless dead humanoid creatures i think i like gasp and then catch catch myself mm-hmm. so beautiful i don't have time I can't breathe are you guys coming or did you just read like we can't breathe this yet <laughs> i need you to make an 18 my defense roll now reach the, the last room okay i guess i'll have to spend a level of effort at least if i have anything not really yeah okay i guess that's that's it i'll just spend one level of effort Okay, brings it down to a 15. What'd you get? I'm gonna spend an XP. (laughs) (laughs) You spend an XP on this, but you won't do it for searching for more breathing mechanisms. (laughs) Do you want me to die? Oh no, you can. I just thought that was funny. I just rolled a two. Oh man, Natalia. So you are going to... Because of sort of the lack of air, the air not air still being a little bit toxic, it's not as bad as it could have been. You're going to take two intellect damage and move one step down the damage track. Great. But you make it to this next room, and you see this ten-foot-tall purplish tripedal humanoid, and they are holding Nyx. Nyx's breathing mask is now currently lying on the ground next to her. And it looks like that wide, long mouth has opened up and is, like, holding her head in it. Ooh. How exciting. the mouth. He's so nice. Yeah. Is it mouth to mouth, or is he trying to eat her face in an unfortunate sort of way? Well, I don't know if you would know that. (laughs) Um, This is what you're seeing in the moment. If you would like to try to understand better what's happening, you can try to make some sort of roll for that. I'm just saying, Natalia's going to come in. She's going to see this huge creature with a huge mouth and Nix's head in said mouth. Uh, okay, I guess I would roll to see to make sure that he's this dude isn't trying to save her or something. Okay, so that's going to be <sighs> it's going to be kind of difficult. Um, this is more biological than Numenera, so definitely not trained in any of that. Yeah, and they're pretty alien from you, so it's probably going to be an 18. Keep in mind that effort will cost you an extra point for each level right now. I'm still deciding if Chacha would have run after. Okay, so what would it be uh, for two levels of effort then? If I have the an two levels two? of intellect. Yeah. So it's five points of intellect. Okay, we'll do that. It's a fourteen. Okay, 
This figure doesn't seem to be eating Nyx. And in fact, as you kind of run in, some kind of like little like flicker, like the reflection of light deep within the dark sockets of its eye holes, and it kind of opens its mouth and sets Nyx gently down where she curls up, or should I say coils up on the floor, unconscious. And the figure looks at you somewhat warily. I'm gonna scan it. (laughs) Okay. Are you trying to be stealthy about your scan? Or not? I think I'll, like, kind of hold my hand up and just, like, really slowly reach out and then, like, scan it. Like, like I was going to attack and then I stopped and, like, thought and then I'm... Remember, you're extruding a mist when you do this, so... It's... Okay, well, that is what my behavior would be, and then I would let it go, but it's... I don't... Yeah. I guess however fast the spooky smoke is. Okay. Here's what this tells you. This creature is not human. They are level six. They have some sort of natural armor. They are highly intelligent, and while they are very alien... They appear to be somewhat privacy conscious in the sense that it seems agitated by the fact that you're scanning it. Okay. So I can tell that it's agitated from my scan. Yeah, I think you're going to need to roll initiative. Oh, Talia. I think you're going to have to talk about scanning consent. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to fight it. I just wanted to see what it was. Mm. It's a 15. Okay. So it will go first. It is going to raise a hand at you, and there is going to be a blast of light that comes out of its hand. And in fact, the light has a familiar sheen to it. It looks a lot like the light that glows and ricochets around inside the heart of the ship. Da-ding! I wish I had Dilly's light bulb. (laughs) Almost as if this thing was the real power source. So please make an 18 speed defense roll. Samson, have we decided if we're fo- if we our characters follow Atalia or not, or are we just hanging in the ship's bridge waiting for air to be good? Dilly's just crying in the corner. Dilly's a little <laughs> beat up, so once he got to the Argon, he won't have been able to go any farther. Okay, so what am I doing right now? Speed defense of 18. A speed defense? Alright, I'm not sure. That's on the ground somewhere. That's a four. Okay. This beam is going to hit you. You are going to take six might damage. Oh, well, that's negative four, sir. Whoa. Okay, so that cuts into your speed then. (laughs) Oh, yay. I didn't already have a somewhat limited speed pool. And you were already down the damage track, so now you go down another step down the damage track, so now you are debilitated. Okay. How would that show up on the monitor of, oh no, there goes another dot, maybe we should invest in There was a burst of energy. So now there are two... There are two dots for Nyx and this creature again, because now they're not, like, physically connected, so to speak. And there is a surge of energy that's picked up on the beam, and Italia's flickers for a moment. Okay, that would get Cha-Cha to run through the Argon. Be like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The problem is that it's going to be, it's six seconds per round. Oh yeah, (laughs) Um, no, that's... Totally reasonable. If Atalia's gonna die, she's gonna die before Chacha gets there. Mm-hmm. 
And then the creature, it's going to hold up its other hand at you, Italia, and what is almost, oddly enough, some sort of universal concept, you think, maybe throughout all the worlds, where it holds up its hand with two fingers on the hand, like, and it just waves it back and forth sort of in a negative, like, No, no, no. Don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think Italia's going to do shit. Because she can't. At yeah, Italia, you've definitely got, like, there's blood trickling from your mouth and out your nose right now. She has, like, no damage ciphers either. Not that that would be a smart move. It is your turn. I don't really think I have anything. I mean, I could onslaught it, but... <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to do anything. I guess I'm just hanging out here. <laughs> I mean... Obviously, I'm not going to win against this heart of the ship creature. <laughs> Stace is nodding her head at me. <laughs> I'm just going to hold my hands up and be like, <laughs> sorry. Okay. And then I'm going to like fall over. <laughs> okay. So Cha-Cha, but you're running towards them? Yeah. That would have weirded Cha-Cha out enough. Okay. At this point, I'll offer you an XP. Sure. Okay. Who will you give the other one to? I guess... Dilly, you know, one one other person has a support beam. The idea. I'm not sure I would run through Argon for Nyx. <laughs> <laughs> what? You get XP because you didn't run through Argon for Nyx like me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this, but okay. <laughs> it made me feel awkward. That I was like, oh, I'm like Cha Cha loves Nyx, but like that much. So one thing I will do, Marietta, I will also give you an XP for having, like, running without consequence to go help Nyx, because that is very much a character, and I'll let you award an XP to another player as well. Oh, well, probably to Nyx, since my one was definitely uh, <laughs> what got us here. Yeah. Not that Nyx hasn't ever rolled a one Never. before. Never. Yeah. At an opportune time. Okay, so Cha-Cha. You notice that you have picked up some followers on your way. I found some Herks. There appear to be about four Herks. They're a short distance behind you, but they have definitely noticed you and are on their way behind you. They're little clicky things. Mouth clapping, clicking. So would Chacha know if she could outrun them or not? You're a short distance away, so unless you stop, you can keep pace and keep a short distance away from them. Oh, then Chacha's taking this follow train all the way to that dot. Okay, okay. So then we cut back briefly to the bridge where Dilly is sitting and recovering and Stannis is like toying with one of the controls and saying like, they've been gone a while, haven't they? Yeah, I think they have. You hungry at all? I got some stuff in my bag now, if you want. Like, I got some jerky. I'm a little stressed to eat at the moment, but thank you. Oh, that's when I eat the most. Will Strauss binge. So what am I seeing on the uh, display? I just seen. So you are seeing, <laughs> you know, Italia Fluckard. There are the three dots in that room now. You can see that Cha-Cha is on her way, and there are now four other dots following her. Oh, no. Cha-Cha's being followed. Uh-huh. How's Argon? The Argon at this point is mostly clear. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Oh, God. Shit. What do you think you want to do, Dilly? Stannis is now looking at you with a very 
interested intensity. Gotta go help. I gotta go help. And Dilly runs down into the corridor. And I think Dilly will now tear up. Ooh. Fucking love it. That's a yes. good one. Final. I'll also improve a skill, because I got enough XP to do that. So I finally have two levels of effort. Can I improve my illusion esoteries? Can that be my improved skill? Sure. All right. Anybody else hear delusions? I think, can you hear delusions? Oh, yeah. You haven't? (laughs) You have? (laughs) (laughs) No. Should I have? Okay. And I'll check what I special bill is I learn after the session. Okay, sounds good. So you are heading in that direction. Cha-cha, you reach this room. You see Italia just like up, I assume slumped against the wall, just looking like shit. She's like on her knees, like hands up, like falling over. Yeah, this creature kind of staring at her. Nyx is sort of coiled up in a kind of a circular pile in the center of the room next to it. Dilly, you come running in. And no, Cha-Cha, first you come in. You come in and you see that. The Herx are following. What does Cha-Cha do? This creature definitely, like, looks at you immediately. I just have a real quick question, because it hasn't come up yet this uh, episode. What about the voice in Cha-Cha's head? Would they have anything? Okay. It's not talking to her right now. She could try engaging in a conversation. It's too late for conversation. Only action. <laughs> Although that's a good point. So I will actually say... Cha-Cha, you do hear that voice in your head briefly, like, and it's like a faint whistle, like, uh, young one, I don't know if this is one you can win. Okay, so I need to know the actual layout of the room. So in front of me is the extremely strong creature. To the right or left of it is Nyx curled up. Where in position to the door is Italia? Natalia's probably right next to the door, because everything she was doing with it is ranged. Like one side of the door? Yeah. Okay. So... We could say left, because, you know, Natalia's all sinistra. <laughs> um, can Cha-Cha kind of yell duck, spin on her heels, and try and wild shot a herc? So you're trying to, like, grab a herc and throw it at it? No. Kind of establish that she's not going to attack the creature, but shoot at a herc and be like, this is a threat here. Like, kind of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Oh, sure. So that'll be... You're using your laser gun, I assume? Mm-hmm. So it's a six to hit a herc. <laughs> Nat 20! Okay. Extra damage or major effect? Could I use the major effect that this creature understands that I'm saying, oh no, look out? Sure. Okay, then I'll do that. Okay, so you do that. Go ahead and roll initiative just so I know where you are in the order. Okay. Six. Okay. Go back to the creature. The creature stands there, notices what you do, Cha-Cha. It moves one of its hands, and a beam of light shoots out of it. And you see the remaining three Hercs just vaporized. And it turns and faces you, Cha-Cha, with a gaze, like, like tilt its head a little bit in curiosity about what you'll do next. But now it's Italia's turn. Um, I scanned him and he didn't like it very much. I don't feel very good. I'm worried about Nyx. And then she's going to hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying not to cry. <laughs> 
Dilly, go ahead and roll initiative for me real quick, just so I, I know. Is Nyx unconscious? Nyx is unconscious right now. Okay. Otherwise, I would have you roll, but... I just want to make sure. Okay, so Italia wasn't doing anything with her turn, so Cha-Cha, what do you want to do with your turn? Italia, we need to talk about consent and scanning. You can't just scan people. And Cha-Cha kind of gives like yeah. a thumbs up to the creature, like, yeah, that's what you wanted? Thank you for the help? <laughs> It just kind of stares at you. Maybe we can just fix this teleportation thing and then he'll be happy or it'll be happy. They'll be happy. I don't know. I'm going to use my... Mm. Yes. Yes. Do it. <laughs> well, we just had an encounter where it's just like consent, please. Oh, I thought you were going to smoke the shroom and try to talk to it. Oh, no. I was going to ask if I could read its mind. Yeah, she has that ability to detect oh, surface thoughts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm into it. And then she's going to kind of look at the tall like, this is how you do this. And she turns to the creatures like, can I read your mind so we can communicate effectively? It tilts your head at you, like, clearly not understanding the words you're saying. See what I mean? Communication barrier. That's why I just kind of wait for it. Is it still Chacha's turn? It's still Chacha's turn. Okay, then she's going to try and go, like, she's going to touch her forehead and kind of gesture at his forehead, like, two fingers to her forehead, and then fingers, like, points at him. It takes a step back and holds up its hand again and with that two-finger, like, no, no, no um, thing. At this point, Dilly comes running into the room. Dilly, you're not going to win. Uh-oh. What's happening? Chris, she dead? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay, are we fighting this? I don't think so. The creature has definitely, like, looked at Dilly as well, this, like, pointing its hand at Dilly, like, waiting to see what he'll do. Maybe we should just very slowly try to fix the teleportation thing? It seemed like it was trying to make that work. That could work. Dilly, do you have paper? Yeah, I got a notebook here. Can you, like, write out, like, Hi. <laughs> and just show it to him. He doesn't understand my words. What if we just hold our hands up and I'll start, like, walking very slowly on my knees, looking super submissive over to the teleportation device. We can fix it! Cha-Cha, I don't think I can write hi, but I think you can, since you know the glyphs, right? That the ship was using? Maybe this oh, creature yeah. knows the glyphs? Yeah, do you know how to write high? Or at least friend? The creature takes a short step towards Dilly. Yeah. It's not a movement yet. We're still in initiative order. Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm trying to give you a reflection of what it's thinking physically. I don't know, because it's like Dilly's turn, so I'm not sure if Chacha can write in the notebook, and Chacha's pretty low in initiative. Yeah. Dilly's even lower, so you have like a whole round to get back (laughs) around to you. Yeah. (laughs) I think Dilly can try and write high in the truth, and see if he understands that and be like, hmm, writing. Or pictures. To see what he writes in, if he'll write. <laughs> Alright, yeah, uh, Dilly will write, pull out a page from his notebook, write hello on one end, and then just kind of walk up to it a little bit, then just place it on the ground between himself and the uh, creature, and then back up. Okay, it keeps tracking you with its fingers while you do that, but it looks down at it, and then looks up at you, tilts its head in confusion. And Dilly, it's at that point you hear a voice behind you. 
Oh, no. And Sam says, it's not going to understand you. And she walks in and she makes some sort of sound with her mouth that you don't completely understand. It's this barking sound. And this creature takes a step back and then makes a similar barking sound back at her. Does Chacha know this? She doesn't. Chesky barks. (laughs) And the creature kind of turns its finger towards Stannis. And Stannis holds up a hand with two fingers and goes very slowly. And the creature actually seems worried. Stannis makes a couple other barking sounds and looks around at the rest of you and says, Is any of you dead? Not to my knowledge. I I haven't... I don't think Nyx is dead, but I can't tell from here. Nyx just starts snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She's breathing. She's making sounds. (laughs) What if I was dead this whole time and I'm just an animated corpse? Stannis pauses for a moment and looks at you, Cha-Cha, and says, Theory worth considering. Turns back to the creature, motions at the teleportation, motions at Dilly, and makes another barking sound at it. I think we're sacrificing Dilly to the teleporter. I think she's telling him that he can fix it. <laughs> and this this creature takes a step back for a moment and seems to be considering. And it's at that point that Stannis's right hand begins to glow again, like it did in the cave. And Stannis makes another barking sound, but then under her breath, but Dilly and Cha-Cha, you're close enough. Actually, also Talia are close enough to hear it. Don't try me, motherfucker. Not today. And the creature finally, like, takes a couple steps back, motions with sort of a welcoming gesture to the device and sort of retreats back to the wall to watch carefully. And Stannis waits till it moves there, and then it sort of kind of squats down on its haunches and starts watching the rest of you rarely. And Stannis looks at Cha-Cha and says, Check Nyx. Make sure she's okay. Dilly, check Italia. Cha-Cha goes to do it. Be quick about it. We don't have much time. Dilly goes to Italia. It's just I can't really walk very fast and do anything very fast, but I can still scan things if you want me to scan that. Yeah, all right. Um, let's get you up and let's get you up. <laughs> Billy really will try to at least act as a support crutch for. Mm-hmm. When did you get so strong? I remember you being so strong. Did you get stronger between now and then? No. What? Okay. Let's go look at this teleportation device. See if we can fix it. Cha cha, you go over to Nick's. Nick seems to be unconscious, but she seems to be breathing steadily now. Can I use my training and healing to help her? You sure could. I think this will be a, with your training, it'll be a six. Not 20, power of love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So how does Chacha use the power of love to bring Nyx back to consciousness enough that she can actually do a recovery roll of some sort? Hmm. I would say with your natural 20, you're going to be able to give Nyx, like, I think Nyx had already expended her action recovery rolls and things like that. Uh, Up to 10 minutes. Uh, An hour is next. Okay. I think with your nat 20... If you can give me a good narr- narrative like power of love, you can give Nyx a free action recovery roll that she could take right now. So, like, Nyx is already, like, curled up? Mm-hmm. Semi-fetal? Semi-fetal. Chacha goes and spoons her. Chacha is the big Aww. spoon. 
and just kind of hugs her and does a little backpack spoon. Okay. Nixa, you start, like, blinking blearily as you're kind of coming to consciousness. You have a terrible headache, and your vision's still a little hazy, but you do feel warm and safe. Cha-Cha, is that you? (laughs) It's the power of love. I'm sorry, and if this disrupts the flow of the narrative, I understand that it's if it's removed. But didn't cha- didn't Cha Cha wasn't Cha Cha not sure that she loved Nix enough to run through Argon for her? Yes. I just, <laughs> yeah, I was also thinking that. I know, it's just like Atalia should have the power of love, but yet this is the extremely conditional love. Yes, it's a as long as Cha Cha's not in danger, power of love. Oh uh, yeah. You hear her mother under her breath t- terms and the conditions apply. Not available in all areas. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume Nick's are going to take that recovery roll? Oh, for sure. Um, but she kind of like lifts her head up a little and then like feels the pounding headache and she's just like, thanks, chat chat. Oh, I rolled a normal, normal D6? What is this life? All right, four points back. But what does that do for my damage track? Because your damage track wasn't caused by any damage to yourself, mm-hmm. any like damage to your pools, you are now no longer in any of those damage track problems. Really, this was a net gain for Nyx overall. Yeah. Italia, on the other hand, is in bad shape. Because even though she did go under, like, she took serious damage to her pools. Like, Yeah. I'm pretty wrecked, not going to lie. I'm going to take my 10 minutes if I can, unless Dilly needs me to help. Dilly's going to ask for your help, but he's not going to expect your help. Okay. So it's just kind of like, yeah, you just, <laughs> why don't you help me out, kid? Just sit right there. <laughs> Here, what, why don't you work on this schematic for me? And he just hands you a box of Crayola crayons and stuff like that. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want me to scan it? I, you, I think I, I think I can figure this out. If you want to just hold the, okay. this understanding Numenera book for me, that'd be great. Yeah, this is, this is, you have one of these too? Uh, yeah. That's why I have an understanding Numenera book. Yes, you do. Pat, pat her head. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, um, you know, we gotta move. This thing is not going to be patient forever. This, uh, congratulations, guys. Uh, you appear to have released a prisoner of some some sort of conflict that is not good and long-lasting. Um, Woo! So we should move soon. I'm working on it. Do you have your crystals? And at that point, you hear klaxon sound in the ship, and Stannis looks around, and the creature kind of looks around and kind of almost makes a sneering expression. Stannis turns, he's like, Yeah. The ship is hungry, and it's getting cranky about it. And that's where we'll end this episode. Well, Dang. <laughs> it's fine, I'm sure. I wonder if we can feed the ship Herks. So, I think it's only appropriate that we ask Samson about something with Dilly this episode. Because Dilly teared up. <laughs> yeah, and I think the coolest thing that happened was that uh, he got a flesh eater cipher. That's it. Not that he teared up. I mean, it was going to happen eventually. Or he was going to die. Oh, but come he didn't on. Die yet, Dilly so. running into danger to help his friends. I mean, yeah, it was cool, I guess. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. Just because I don't think Dilly has fully thought about it yet. 
crashed it, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's you might fair. make Italia cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't think Dilly's consciously aware that he is improving. Mm-hmm. He just made that first okay. step. Okay. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener in XP, to check out something we think you would really dig. This week it is Marietta's turn. Marietta, what would you offer our listeners in XP to check out? I really thought about this a lot, and I researched all of the dates and the timelines and all of the specific details. So this is going to be really thorough and in-depth, but I'm going to talk about Fruits Basket. Yes. You may have seen it like a decade ago. Well, it turns out that it was originally a graphic novel, and that was really cool. And then they turned it into an anime, and it was a little dated. And then they were like, hey, let's make a new version in 2019, which was amazing. They completely redid all of the original anime of Fruits Basket and followed along with the manga a little bit better. And they actually pulled the original English voice cast. So Laura Bailey is still Toronto, which is really amazing for me, who is passionately in love with Laura Bailey, in case anyone was wondering. But it's basically... If you're somehow unfamiliar with Fruits Basket, which I'm sure you already know, but it is anime involving Toru Honda, whose mother has unfortunately passed away, and she's living in her tent on some land in the woods, and it turns out to be the Soma family. It's this whole family, and they're all cursed by Zodiac spirits, so when they're hugged by someone of the opposite gender, they turn into their animal spirit. Oh my gosh, that's so conflicting. It must make high school so awkward. Let's make an entire anime about it. But really, it's about, like, dealing with your inner demons and, like, problems in your life and how to, like, be healthy and communicate emotions and build relationships and friendships. And it's just really wholesome and good, even though it also makes you cry regularly. And I don't know, I think the, like, the how they redid it for 2019-2020 is just, it's like the update I needed. It felt really wholesome and good and, like, forward and positive and I feel like there were some like traps that the earlier version kind of fell into that this did not, so that was nice. And there's a second season, which is amazing because there's only one season of the original anime, which just kind of leaves you hanging and you don't even get into the nitty gritty of the curse. Like, what is happening here? How does this all work? And now it's 2020 and the world is so strange and we have a second season coming out of Fruits Basket. And at the time this is released it should all the way be out but i personally have not seen all of it yet but it's getting really dark it's getting in there guys we're here for the full ride and i would love to hear what you think about it and who your favorite character is and who Toru should love forever obviously is the biggest biggest debate so yeah anime it's great awesome it's great to cry too and this is when i would recommend the english voice cast and that's mostly just because of laura bailey (laughs) (laughs) okay Question, Marietta. Are you team rat or team cat? Oh, I don't know. It's It depends on the day. <laughs> depends on the mood, you know? I'm team everyone. Why can't we all just be together? It's fine. <laughs> Monogamy is overrated. Come on. <laughs> Let's all just love each other. It's fine. We can say that. None of our significant others listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, that's probably okay. <laughs> I mean, I could write some great fan fiction about it, I'm sure. So maybe that's what I'll do next. (laughs) Someone's probably beating you to it. You're right. I need to just go look for it. (laughs) Yeah, it's already been written. (laughs) Dang it. Cool. 
Well, if somebody wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think about the show or about Fruits Basket, how would they do that, Marietta? Well, the best place to start would be our website, which is explorerswanted.fm, and they would find links to all of our social medias. We are particularly active on Twitter, where we're at Explorers Wanted, and we also have an Instagram, where we're at Explorers Wanted Podcast, and on Facebook, where also if you just search for Explorers Wanted Podcast, we'll come up. And then we have a Discord, which is where you should really come to hang out with us. There are links on all the social medias and on our website. And we are very active on there, and we would love to hear from you about your plants or your animals or what you think or what video games you're into or show us your minis. We, we want to see them, actually, please. And if you'd like to support us financially, which would be really amazing, we've got big dreams. You can do that on Patreon. We're Explorers Wanted on there. And we have some goals that we are seeking to achieve. If that is a way that you are able to support us. We would really appreciate it. Yeah. Did I miss anything? No, you got it all. Okay. Okay, good. Nailed it. <laughs> yes. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend about us and tell us what you liked and why they should listen to us. The second best thing you could do would be to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. And in fact, we have a new five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us about that, Stace. Yeah. A-E-M-T-85 from the US of A said, The kind of Numenera game that I'd like to play. I've purchased the Numenera books and am obsessed, but have not been able to play yet. I sampled both video recordings and podcasts all over the net, looking for the most engaging GM and the coolest cast to familiarize myself with actual gameplay. I stopped looking when I found Explorers Wanted. I'm coming up on The One That Left, released on July 22nd, 2020, and have had a blast listening. Daniel's creativity and style of co-creation with the crew have been inspiring. It has been decades since I've GM'd, but his sense of humor, facility with what is basically a new system for me, and his ability to smoothly interweave multiple story arcs has made me want to try it too. I'm more than a little in love with the cast as well. Stasis Nix is fearless, enviably cool, and dripping with confidence and heart. Marietta's Italia is daring, resourceful, and sometimes the voice of reason, and I always identify with sesky people. Alex's cha-cha is otherworldly, brutally honest, and hilarious. For lack of scorps, I promise to do a puppet show for myself next time I eat shrimp. Samson's dilly is slightly broken, angsty, with reason, poor guy, funny, and seems to need a hug. I look forward to seeing him develop into a badass. I've enjoyed the story so far as presented by Daniel and the Awesome Explorers Wanted crew. The podcast makes me feel like I'm there with them as they play with enthusiasm and style. You can tell they're having a great time. I had previously been listening to Explorers Wanted on Spotify, but I'm doing it on Apple Podcasts now only because I wanted to leave a review, thank you, to let everyone know how much I've enjoyed what they're doing. This is the only review I've ever written. I will listen to anything that these fine human beings do in the future. Keep up the good work. Wow. Wow. That's a hell of a review. Thank you so much. You uh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to come hang out on our Discord? We would love to hang out with you. <laughs> Yes, yes. Unless they're so already much. there. Oh, Are you yeah. already there? Do we know you already? Because yeah. we're probably already in love with you then. <laughs> the reviewer's already inside the house. No, but seriously, thank you. That was really nice and very specific, which is great for reviews uh, because it just lets people know what, what's up and what we're about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. If you didn't like the podcast or if you thought it was just meh, well then... Don't bother with a review, <laughs> but I do want to go through an exercise with you. 
So for a moment, while you're listening to this, close your eyes. No, seriously, close them for a moment and listen carefully. Imagine yourself standing in the middle of a dark wood on a winter night. No leaves on the trees and a bed of snow on the ground that crunches quietly underneath your feet. You're utterly alone here. You watch the shadows of branches as they are silhouetted in the moonlight. They sway naked and chilled in the frigid air, and you feel that same chill against your spine and the back of your neck. Inhaling is a shock of ice against your lungs, and that's when you realize that you can hear the trees groaning in their hunger. And that's when you realize they aren't hibernating at all. They're starving. You see strange movement in the snow, as if sinuous roots are stretching in search of new sustenance. Now, open your eyes again. You still see the trees, don't you? You're still there, in the middle of the forest. I wish you luck finding your way out. But most of all, I'd advise you to hurry. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Team Cat at Slam Potato. If you just imagined a horrible treant situation from Lord of the Rings and now look at the books funny, you can tweet at me at Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Yeah, I'm actually a seahorse person, and you can tell me <laughs> what kind of psychology issues that is at I'm on a Hike. <laughs> okay, that's it for us. Thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! Bye! good at making things work for myself though in fact one might say it's a feat <laughs> i don't know if anyone would call it a feat I, i'm winking by the way okay, anyway um. <laughs> listeners marietta is now winking at you <laughs> better get a, another seltzer i need some fortification for this do you have your next character rolled up never <laughs> samson got a few i'm sure i could browse